welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where the discussion is always on alcoholism, mm-hmm. um, samurai swords, mm-hmm. titties, yes. high school things, penises, penises, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Yep. Comfr- confronting your own mortality by facing down your father who abandoned you. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Ryan Snyder, and with me as always, my co-host. Hi, I'm Gabriel Mara. We are having a very special episode. It, this is the latest we've ever recorded because Ryan and I do a lot of stuff and we are exhausted. We're masochists and um, apologies ahead of time for the low speaking voice. There is a child in my home Yeah. sleeping in the next room, so we're trying to get these episodes out on time. But also be aware that there's a yeah. child. Ryan, I think we should lean in further, and we should really lean into just NPR voicing this one. Well, that's NPR voice. I'm yes. very happy with that. Well, let me, let me adapt. So I'm more like, Ryan, Yes. here's my soft NPR voice. So tell me, how's things? Um, things suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do not sleep. Mm. I have not slept a decent nice night's sleep in probably... Three weeks. God damn. Because Wait, this... you're, you're up at 6 a.m. making pierogies? Yeah. And then last week I was up at 6 a.m. and working until 2 a.m. to get damn. back up at 6 a.m. to work till 2 a.m. I did that four days in a row. Holy shit. So, um, yourself, sir. Oh, um, to a much lesser degree, I am also uh, working myself to the old ear bones. You know, generally I'll have three jobs ongoing at any given time. And two of them are currently on way upswing, and the other one is being very inconvenient. So mm. my sleep has been erratic, and uh, it's not very, not very manageable. Yeah, you look tired. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty wimped out. I'm a little sleepy. Yeah, and no, I had, a, I had a long day at the old, the old bar I work at these days. Yeah, sad face. Yeah. So. Hey, at least there's alcohol. We did a movie. We did a movie. The movie we selected for this week. Mm-hmm. It was our palate cleanser. Fault in our... No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, the other one with her. 500, no. No, no, no. Um, uh, Divergent. Close. Divergent to Allegiant. The Spectacular Now. Spectacular Now. Trailer. My name is Sutter Keeley. I got everything that I need right here. I've got a job, I've got a car, I've got a beautiful girl. I was the life of every party. Ah! You gotta live in the moment. It's about this. This is beautiful. Woo! Hey. Where the hell am I? Do you live around here, Sutter? How do you know my name? You go to the same school. Uh, uh... <laughs> I'm Amy. That's what I was gonna say. Nice to meet you, Amy. What's your story? I don't really have any stories. What do you mean? Everyone's got a story. I don't know. I'd like to think that there's more to a person than just one thing. You know, I gotta tell you, Sutter, Amy Finicky, she's just a strange choice for a rebound. You're 17 years old, you don't have an ex-boyfriend? No. Really? Sutter, guys don't look That's at me shocking. like that. I'm like... Yeah, absolutely, guys look at you like no, that. No, no, no. Amy, you're absolutely beautiful. Oh my god, no. <laughs> and if she falls for you, what happens then? Should we take our shirts off? My sister, she's having this like fancy dinner party. Would you want to go with me? Yeah, what time? It's 10 minutes. Oh, 10 minutes from now? Yeah. I think it's good to have dreams, don't you? To dreams. I'll tell you something. I don't live in the past. I live in the now because that's what it's all about. You know, everyone's telling me I got to move on. I don't see what's so great about being an adult. Are you happy? You're not the joke everyone thinks, man. I love you. You don't love me. Yes, I do. And I thought she'd be the one to 
yank you out of neutral. You not see that I'm bad for you? You need to get away from me. Yeah. You have the biggest heart of anyone I know. I love these people. I do. I love these people. I love you all. This right here, this is beautiful. This is the youngest that we're ever going to be. This is our time. Live in the now. Cheers. Cheers. To you, Amy Finicky. To you, Mr. Cheers. Good hive mind. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that worked out great. So, Ryan, um, there was already a prelude for you who gave me your thoughts on this beforehand. It was the, not to spoil it, it was the complete opposite of your Sing Street response. Yeah. When you finished watching Sing Street, you called me because you had to tell me how much you loved it. Yes. And so, before we even introduce the movie and what it's about, Ryan, quickly let the people know. How did you feel, knee-jerk, about the spectacular now? Um, I'm, I'm, I very much dislike it. Mm-hmm. it uh, it's in that middle ground of, like, for me at least, of movies that are the teen weebies, mm-hmm. but swing for the fence, but only pull up a double. Hmm. So I'm, I'm not relating to any of the characters. Um, I really dislike the main character, uh, Sutter. Sutter Keeley, played by Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of annoyed by Shailene Woodley's character, and I always Amy love Finicky. I always love her. I, I love um, her very so much. I'm, I'm pretty cold on this, and I'm I'm upset with myself because I went in <laughs> expecting to like have like my wife is watching said child, and they were mm-hmm. watching The Incredibles in the other room. Mm-hmm. So I was in here. I was I shut the door. I was ready for a nice quiet man cry, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of meh. This was a this was a Manchester by the Sea for you. Not that far mm-hmm. although kyle chandler and both that's true i love kyle chandler yeah me too good guy yeah hmm. so ryan um tell the, the lovely listeners what is this palate cleanser about <laughs> it is about a young man who is a senior in high school who is the life of the party his girlfriend breaks up with him and he's captain marvel yes captain marvel and and v adams herself mm-hmm. <clears throat> um he starts dating a new girl kind of as a lark and then mm-hmm. falls in love with her and then is going through the trials and tribulations that every 18 year old goes through true i suppose mm-hmm. you know in a weird way like some of the high schooling movies that we watched we mentioned sing street like sing street brought me back to like 15 year old me and being mm-hmm. you know nostalgic about those days this took me back to like 18 19 year old ryan when i was really not happy with myself mm-hmm. so nostalgia in a bad way for me so this awoke something not positive memory wise yeah i suppose your thoughts feelings um right you know that this is maybe one of my top 10 favorite movies i'm so sorry no like no don't be sorry this is for for my approach to this no not at all uh i i said to you earlier that watching this movie for me is like like putting on my favorite sweater on an autumn day I, I, I can watch this movie like five times in a row. I very, very deeply, genuinely, on a personal level, love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it was initially because I was in the depths of a very serious drinking problem, which I've since come to manage appropriately when I first saw this movie. And uh, I find, so, so you, you said to me earlier that the protagonist reminds you of certain people. Yes. Please elaborate. 
I, I don't want to elaborate too deeply. Okay. I'll explain why off air, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been around that personality type far too often in my life. Mm-hmm. And that personality type, while fun, does become bristling after an extended period. Well, I think that's part of the that's part of the appeal of the story. It's that there is limitations to Sutter that he doesn't see. I think I and this it's him growing to, if not completely comprehend his limitations, but at least they start to open his eyes to them. The character I found most fascinating had the least amount of lines and would be the one that I would, after he did his scene with Marcus West. Yes, yeah. it was that was the character I knew I'm more it. deeply identified with, and I don't feel That's he got enough time. Yeah, he 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 kind of has a very minor but important function. Yes, and I think being the oh wow, black and white kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of almost a counterbalance to the energy that Sutter brings. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. I don't know why. Like, I wish I I normally go for this type of thing. Yeah, I'm 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 not like shocked. But I'm a little surprised you're having this negative reaction to it. Yeah. Like, my wife, I, I told Michelle Monaghan about it, and she was like, oh, it's a great movie. Oh, she and likes it? Yeah, she she likes it. That's very curious to me. So, usually when she gives something a like, glowing recommendation, like, I have to take it with a grain of salt, because, yeah. and, like, if it's a 90s movie she loves, mm-hmm. like, there's a Brad Pitt movie that's animated, Cool World. Cool World. And she loves that movie. Isn't Cool World notoriously awful? It's pretty bad, but it's bad in a fun way. You know, I I heard it. it it's it's not a great movie, and I believe I watched it in as like a, it it, it got pirated, and I think I watched it in my aunt's living room. It'd be, it'd be a good punk rock pick for us. Or, I mean, I like it's Kim Basinger. It's like a it's a dirty version of Roger Rabbit. I'm into it. But not as dirty as like a Fritz the Cat. Sure, it's Brad Pitt. It's a Cool World. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nope. I think I pretty, this is just a weird recording session. Yeah, no, we're, like, we are like really flip sided on this. Like we are, I am. We are, I think we are both exhausted. Yes. And but no, I I think I would really love to investigate this further because this is one I'd like to pick at you. It's I don't know. I I don't I don't even know. I have so much genuine love for this movie. I think I do identify to a certain degree with Sutter, but clearly. I'm. I have much more of an introverted streak than he does. Mm-hmm. But so, I don't know. For me, I like James Ponsold. I liked Smashed the week before that. That's a really great movie. Where well, it's very, it's about alcoholism, which is a topic near and dear to my heart. Of course. You know, like right around this time, I was getting. I love this movie. Uh, World's End came out, and really, I was struggling with my own. He said, drinking his rum, but I don't know. There is so much. Of this, like I see its flaws. It's not a perfect movie, but there's so much sentimental value attached to me to this movie that I guess I, I would never have any real objectivity to it. It's one of the last movies that Roger Ebert ever reviewed. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he gave it a glowing review. I don't know. I think that I'm I don't like overly stylized teen movies, and uh, now to go into the what we're watching lately or anything. We. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. No, I saw Leave No Trace, the Ben Foster movie, <laughs> and that bored me. Okay. I was, I was surprised. I was shocked that I did not love it. I thought it was really neat. I thought it was lovely. I thought it was beautiful. But I definitely, definitely 
had to remind myself I was watching a movie because I kept on my mind kept on drifting. I was getting bored by it. It, it just didn't affect me like like the people I saw saw with Danny and I saw it with some other friends and they were like emotionally like ravaged by the movie and perhaps for me there's nothing in that story I identify with and there's nothing with the journey that worried me I'm like I knew exactly how it was going to end really from the get go and it didn't surprise me once and that's fine there's nothing wrong with the movie I just didn't love it whereas this it's the same thing where I know what's going to happen probably but I'm so in for the ride with this sympathetic story about someone who just likes to party too much, but then in a more, much more realistic way than we've ever seen his character in film. Okay. I think this is something that, I, like you said, we should reproach mm-hmm. on a day when we're not struggling to record mm-hmm. so we can get an episode out on time yeah. and do it on a day when yeah. we're both well-rested. Perhaps. Like, you know, like, like <clears throat> this movie, like, there, there's not a lot of movies where if you don't like it, I can't blame you. This movie, can't blame you. If you don't like About Time, definitely can't blame you. About Time is one of those movies where, I, I kind of wish we did it now because you did definitely hate this, but I think About Time is a movie where if you get caught up on movie logic, even a little bit, you're going to hate the movie with a fiery passion. But follow the emotional journey and you'll have a better oh, time. Oh, totally. If it's, it's like Looper, where if mm-hmm. you ever stop to think about how does time travel work, movie's it falls over. Apart. Yeah, you can't even deal with the movie. But we'll have to see, Ryan. All right. So I'm I'm we'll, we'll, I'm 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 not upset clearly, but I'm a little sorry you don't like the movie that much. I'm I'm kind of sorry too because yeah. I was expecting to really like it. So mm-hmm. I think disappointment was what I had. So Ryan, you're always welcome to your vitriol. Yes, I, yeah. I, I don't have vitriol towards this. I don't actively hate it. I mm-hmm. just didn't enjoy it. Word. So that's no, I mean, really I'm I'm gonna finish watching this maybe when I get. Back to the professors. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I really, I love this movie so fucking much. I read the book. I love the book. Man. See, you're into it. Yeah. No. Um, this is this is one of my movies. This is one of the things that. So, if you were to walk into a bar mm, and this movie mm, was on, mm. how would you feel? Oh, dude. I think actually, I'd feel very conflicted. To be really? perfectly honest, because it's a movie about alcoholism <laughs> at the bar. And I think that riding that wave with the thing, I'd probably feel this weird pang of guilt to my, like, you know, my abstinent days. Mm-hmm. I'd feel, like, really weird about it. I, I don't think I'd want to watch this movie in a bar, but that's just a very specific okay. kind of movie. If I walked into, like, a friend's house and they were watching it, I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Okay. Or if it was playing on HBO, I'm dropping literally everything and watching this movie. Mm. The bar, maybe not. I'd... I do find myself... An, inter- an interesting way of approaching this test. Yeah. I think that maybe maybe if I and, and to already chilled out, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a, some, uh, some seagrams and some ginger ale with this movie. Okay. In, in the book, it goes on a, on a tiny monologue to a child about how he really likes Canadian bourbon or Canadian whiskey uh, mixed with 7-Up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I... I, I if, if people... If people... Ryan... If you don't like this movie, that's fine. I love it enough for everyone in the world. I don't. I. I don't dislike this movie in a way. <laughs> I where I want to take it away from you. Um, if you walk into the bar, like beautiful fall day, this movie's playing. What do you do? I'm probably not paying attention. Word, just tune it right out. I'd probably call you. 
mm-hmm. and be like, this movie's on at this bar. Do you want to like come down and hang out Word. and like tell me scene by scene why you mm-hmm. love this movie? Yeah, that'd probably be the way that you would get me into this. Yeah, no, I think like I I, I could probably I could probably teach a class on this movie. All right, boy, I love this movie. Ryan, I love this movie I so much. I know you do. It's it's like 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 that's like a part of me. It's like the biggest part of me. That's uh-huh. not true. Uh-huh. No, the biggest part of me is probably uh, Ryan. What movie would you say is the biggest part of you? That's a kind of a big question. That's you can't true. you can't just spring that. There's on the several guy. tattoos on you that bring questions to it. I had to um, for the bartender camp that I'm going to. Oh yeah. Um, they were doing light like questions until everyone got in the group to kind of get get to know each other, and they threw that out like, "What's your favorite movie?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I just have to go with what I watched like most recently," and I said, "The Warriors." Sure. Because The Warriors is like a top 20 for me. Very like, reasonable I could, pick. I could, I could throw you top 20s. Yeah. But I don't know. No, like biggest part of me? Yeah. 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 What, 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 what is your friend of the show, Neil Heimsoth, Eagles movie for you? Well, I think that, like, you know, I always wanted to make, I had plans to make that into a blog or a podcast where you tell me your biography in terms of by using movies. So maybe one day for a top five list from us. Kind of like the way we broke people down into co- into cocktail movies. Exactly. Yes. Ryan, so our second test, the infamous Katie Contest, named after a friend of the show, Katie Ann Kometz. There is a young, like, burgeoning cinephile who is like, Hey, Ryan, have you seen anything good lately? Can you recommend me something for some reason? I am Jewish from New York. <laughs> have some locks and, 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 and a bagel. bagels. Oh, Jesus. Um... I'd say for someone who's 18 or 19, you're probably in the right age to watch this and mm-hmm. get a deep affection for it. Yeah. So I think a, like I would base this on age rather mm. for quality. Mm. That's interesting. I, I think like when you're 18 or 19, you have those lofty thoughts that if you watch this movie and you're just starting out with getting movies that you'll get really attached to it. Yeah. Or you'll have my reaction and fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. No, I think I might <clears throat> agree with you that... For me, it's not necessarily age; it's who the person is. Yes. That it's kind of like a killer clowns thing. Not not to make a weird comparison to it, no. but that this movie. I think that if I had seen this movie when I was in high school, I don't think I would have gotten it. Mm-hmm. I think I would have been like, whatever, fucking Sutter, alcoholic, yeah. and then in my late twenties, this movie like hit me like a fucking wrecking ball. So, I don't know if I can. If I can, in good conscience, tell a young person, "Hey, watch Spectacular now, you'll love it," I think it has that effect of like, an, when you're older and you look back to who you were in your teens and twenties, and how you became the person you are today, and you have this—it's not even an amber; it's mm-hmm. just an actual memory. That's what I get from this movie. Okay. I remember the bliss of blackouts. And I remember struggling to remember something. I remember before hangovers. Remember, remember before hangovers, Ryan? Yeah. Mine last like three fucking days now. Yeah. They, like they they're, are, they're really not fun. They're not. I had to, I had to work with a hangover this week. How'd that go? It took me like two or three hours to recover. Mm-hmm. Like, I can still rally. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not 30 yet. Mm-hmm. I'm 28. So yeah. like, my hangovers, like, they suck when I wake mm-hmm. up. But like, I get a cup of coffee and a cigarette in me. Like, yeah. I can like, work it off. And at my, I'm I'm not that much older than you, but really at this point, hair of the dog doesn't work anymore. No, that doesn't work for me either. Oh, that that was my cure in my twenties. It mm. was keep drinking, and you're fine. Now, I, I I have so much like personal significance tied to this movie, but 
Oh, that's okay. I think that maybe I don't know. Like, what am I? What are, what, what are we trying to recommend to a young person instead of this movie? Let's say that someone like Katie Ann Commence. I don't think mm-hmm. I'd recommend this to her because I don't think she'd like it like I do. It yeah. is a teen film for people who aren't teenagers. I think you're right. I think it's definitely like looking back in your like twenties, looking back in your teenage years. So, what's a movie? flavor profile wise similar that you could recommend to a burgeoning cinephile so transitioning from transitioning into adulthood yeah St. Elmo's Fire oh I know I've never seen that movie it's really good it's really good the big palate cleanser there's a Sutter-esque character in that yeah is it Andrew McCarthy no it's Rob Lowe oh yeah it would be yeah oh Rob Lowe I like that guy I don't know what I'd recommend Okay. I, I think that I would like I, I think maybe if if adhering to the idea that this is some like eighteen as an eighteen year old, mm-hmm. I'd be like like, well, this isn't the right thing for you to like think about in terms of your own age yeah. or in terms of addiction. There aren't great stories for you to look into. Yeah, why don't you just focus on partying and having a good time? Yeah, and then just when chill you're twenty five, yeah. come back and yeah, come watch back this. and then remember that sting. But I don't know. Yeah. Also, I'm exhausted and I had a bit much to drink. Mm, so there's that. I haven't eaten all day, really. Uh, so, yeah. Do you want a hot dog to take with you? I got potsies. Oh. Maybe. I'm willing to share. I have. I will give you one of my my favorite orders, cheese and pickle. If you oh. want the cheese pickle, oh, I, I'll get... I, I'm not a cheese dog guy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I in fourth grade... I had, no, third grade, I had cheese dogs at my elementary school, and then I went to CCD that night and threw up cheese dogs, and since then, I have not eaten oh, a cheese dog. Food aversion. Yeah. That's what that happened to me with beefaroni. Oh, no. I, used to I love, love beef, beefaroni. I used to love beefaroni when I was a kid, and then I got a stomach flu, and I threw it up everywhere. It was yeah. like seven or eight. Yeah, I know. And, you, and, and since then, I can't eat beefaroni. Yeah. So, young film, young cinephiles, maybe pass... I think older folks, depending on your point of view on addiction and if you can stomach a somewhat uh, oblivious party animal character who drinks himself into a unknowing stupor and hurts unknowingly hurts people around him, maybe I don't know. Shame on his mother for not noticing. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. Jeez. So that is. Works too much. Yeah. Oh. Oh, she didn't say the N-word in this. Daisy so. Tomregu, yeah. Oh, um, so, because uh, we're exhausted. Break. Quick follow-up. Yeah. Call it. Let's, 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 let's do it incredibly quick. Ryan, what you been watching lately? Um, Not too much. I did catch up with one thing that I did want to bring up. I watched uh, Black Dahlia. Oh, how would you like that? Um, I, I don't know. That movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, um, it's, it's I think either, we've had Danny, like Daniel yeah, Gonzalez, he's on talked the about show it. talked about how he. My wife actually landed with his opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Did that Michelle like the miscasting? Mon- Michelle Monaghan agreed that the two female leads should have been switched. Because mm-hmm. I told her beforehand, and she and then like halfway through, she was like, "I kind of agree with that." Mm-hmm. Um, I expected much more of like a, like, serial killer Zodiac kind of thing, and I got a weird. Like, it almost reminded me of, um, like, a Chandler novel. Okay. Like, 
I mean, it's Elroy. Weird relationship triangles. Yeah. Look over here, but you should be looking over here. This mm-hmm. guy's here, and now he's not. Like, the mo- the movie's very disjointed. I just think that De Palma should have had a better idea of what he wanted to do. I mean, it's De Palma. I think that guy always flies by the seat of his ass. I realize that... I think that the, um... The interiors in there are the same from Untouchables because the staircase oh. looked the same. Nice. And Michelle Monaghan was the one who brought that up. She was like, I think those are the, nah. the staircase from the Untouchables. The baby cart goes down. I gotta see it someday. I don't know. I, I just heard too many bad things and it just seems like not worth my time. It's probably not worth your time because it's right. kind of like, it's like two hours wasted. I mean, some cool performances. Um... After we were done watching that, I was like, I want to watch a version of this that does what it's trying to do better. Uh-huh. And we ended up watching Sin City in bed. Oh, sure. Because... Let's watch Ellie Confidential again. Yeah, it's kind of tarnished a little bit for me since The Falling Star. The what? The Falling Star. Oh, it, yeah. It's just a, a touch. It used to be one of my favorites. Now it's a little bit of a... That's definitely a problem now. Yeah. I it, forgot about that. I tried watching Ooh. it after that, and it's just kind of like... Hey, you, you gotta separate at some point. Yeah, you, I mean, I can still listen to Michael it. Jackson, so I gotta yeah. eventually get to a point where I can, can watch it like enjoy a Roman Polanski movie. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's about it. Yourself? Um, for a midnight movie, Monday Night Midnight Movie Club, we watched oh. LA Story. How was it? I'm sorry I missed it. I'm gonna be missing the yeah. next like three weeks. That is a shame. Um, next week, I'm either bringing Scorsese's After Hours or Riccio. Ooh, mm-hmm. Riccio might be really fun. I really think you should do that. Just yeah, keep but, them guessing, keep them on their yeah. feet. Yeah, well, no, people, people, they know me for, for my bloody picks. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm going to go After Hours, which is Scorsese's most electrically directed movie because it's nonsense. It's When awesome. was it made? 85? I've never seen it. Um, It's my absolute favorite Scorsese movie where it's him being the most, like, experimental in the sense of fucking with you. Okay. Like, he, he in that movie... If, if you're like me and you study like editing and composition of shots that's Scorsese being like I'm gonna zoom in this really dramatic close up right now and you're gonna think it means something but it doesn't it's awesome alright cool it's really great and it's all about uh, having a really shitty night in New York City alright that was the, the LA story LA story I'd never seen it before even though I'm a, I'm a big Steve Martin fan you know um, it, I thought I really 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 liked it but Part but like halfway through, I'm like, oh, this is Steve Martin doing a Woody Allen movie, and after you think about that, it's it's not that it's tarnished, but you know exactly what's gonna happen from there. Mm-hmm. But there's some really top notch laughs in it, like really weird the jerk laughs in it. Okay, cool. So worth seeing for sure. And again, leave no trace. Um, everyone but me loved it, mm-hmm. and I just really. Mm. Ryan, have you seen Winter's Bone yet? No. You might really like Winter's Bone. Okay. It's a kick-ass noir into Ozarks with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Guy McGuyface. You said my favorite N-word, so. That's true. Ozarks? Yes. Yes, that's that word. Damn. John Hawks? Sure. Sure, but it's a great movie. I think it's on Netflix. You should see it. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, Ryan. Let's wrap it up so okay. we can go to bed. So we're going to talk about what we're doing next week. Next week is so next week. Next week, is, it may have to be an MGV. I'm totally fine with that because I'm yeah. doing things. So. Yeah. Or if we, you and I can fit in a quick impromptu, our top five possible double features. Yes, that's what we're do. doing. So I'm, yeah. I'm currently in the process of editing together my own 
like seventies style like double feature. feature. Complete with all the ads and everything. Yeah. So it inspired us to think about that's what we're gonna do as a nice filler episode. Um yeah, I'll give you a quick preview outside. Fuck yeah. So you can see what I'm thinking. So maybe you can get on this I don't know. Ideas. I'm tired. I can't fucking put you any know, words. Dude, I'm so goddamn tired. Like I like I, I was gonna go stop at home to get clothes. But then I remember I'm just opening the fucking restaurant tomorrow anyway, so I don't need to shave. Who cares? Yeah, fuck it. I had that thing where I'm like, well, I'm clopening this restaurant. Maybe if dude, I leave a mess. Dude, I, dude I, uh, 7 a.m. for mandatory cleaning and then a clopening? I was not happy. I'm still not happy. And then also to make it worse, I'm like, maybe I can leave some shit uncleaned. But I can't because my brain won't let me leave something not clean. Yep. Any hoozles. So I'm listening up for an MGV as well as a list episode from us because shit be cray. I have so much shit on the horizon and Ryan has not slept. Yeah. And it so, will not sleep for two more weeks. Yeah, I'm planning it out. Word. So, um, yeah, we'll right. see you next week when we're back to normal yeah. speaking yeah. voices. Sorry, guys. It's, you know, it's, it's cool. I don't want to chill out. Hey, you've stuck with us through... 60 plus episodes yeah, we, we, we can do this yeah. just once alright cool alright bye bye this has been a Top Count Radio production executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara for more podcasts and content go to topcountradio.com 